In October 1970, Janis Joplin recorded a song with this lead-in. I'd like to do a song of great social and political import. It goes like this. Oh Lord, won't you buy me a Mercedes Benz? My friends all drive Porsches. I must make amends. Worked hard all my lifetime. No help from my friends. So, oh Lord, won't you buy me a Mercedes Benz? Oh Lord, won't you buy me a color TV? Dialing for dollars is trying to find me. I wait for delivery each day until three. So, oh Lord, won't you buy me a color TV? Oh Lord, won't you buy me a night on the town? I'm counting on you, Lord, please don't let me down. Prove that you love me and buy the next round. Oh Lord, won't you buy me a night on the town? Oh Lord, won't you buy me a Mercedes Benz? My friends all drive Porsches, I must make amends. Worked hard all my lifetime, no help from my friends. So, oh Lord, won't you buy me a Mercedes Benz? That's it. The song actually ends that way, that's it. You know, like, amen in Janis Joplin language. The song is a protest against consumerism, status symbols, and the like. And according to Genius, Genius Music, it was the last song Janice ever recorded as she died shortly after. This song caused me to wonder about the nature of our prayers. Because our prayers often reveal much about our thoughts, beliefs, and needs. Sometimes we ask for essential things like a car to get to work without being brand specific. Sometimes we pray for significant needs, like the end of hostilities, individually and globally. We ask for cures for illness and help in times of trouble. Sometimes we ask for silly things like, Lord, please help me find my house keys. I must admit I'm guilty of using this prayer a little too often. We pray to win sports games, finish a project, find a parking spot when we are running late, and yes, even request a car in our prayers. They reveal our understanding that there is a power greater than us who can help us if only we ask. I do wonder, however, if these on-demand prayers, because they tend to be in the moment and short term, are good prayers. Is there such a thing as a bad prayer? This week's gospel reading encourages us to ask for what we need. We are assured that God listens and will respond. Jesus said, so I say to you, ask and it will be given you. Search 
and you will find. Knock, and the door will be opened for you. For everyone who asks receives, and everyone who searches finds. And for everyone who knocks, the door will be opened. We will be heard. Knowing this, do we need to maybe think a little more intentionally about our prayers? Praying can be difficult for some people. They may have never been taught to pray or how to pray. They may feel that to pray and ask for guidance or help means they are dependent or vulnerable. They may be afraid to ask for what they need because they could not bear to hear a no or not now or worse, that there will be no answer at all. And sometimes people are afraid of offending God with their truth. Earlier, I wondered if there is such a thing as bad prayer. I think not. We can all tell God the good, the bad, and the ugly, and know it will be heard with compassion. One Christmas, someone gifted me with a book. It's called The Weekly Prayer Project. It is a journal designed to help one intentionally, biblically, and joyfully quiet ourselves so we can better hear God's still, small voice and connect with him. The section entitled, Please God, says this. Maybe your dad was always there for you. Maybe he took you school supply shopping, hugged you when you cried, and told that ex of yours that he or she messed with the wrong kid. Or maybe your dad was deeply flawed. Maybe through his words and actions or his silence and neglect, you learned that you better not ask him for anything or that you could ask all you want, but nothing was going to change. Although the book uses male pronouns, the point is that if we learned as a child to never ask anyone for what we need, be they a parent of any gender identity, that these experiences could fuel notions that we should not ask God for anything either. We whisper fearfully to ourselves, maybe God is not listening or does not care. Maybe my prayer is not worthy. And there also may be times when we pray passionately and vulnerably for a particular outcome, and God does not give us what we want. So in anger, we decide to never ask for anything again. And when this happens, our hurts and fears become barriers to our relationship with God. Asking is just one type of prayer. There are many more. Although I learned the Lord's Prayer as a child, and how to pray the rosary, and how to say grace before meals, I was an adult before I understood that there were several types of prayer. Our Book of Common Prayer on pages 856 to 857 describes them as adoration, praise, thanksgiving, 
penitence, oblation, intercession, and petition. These prayers are embedded in our worship each Sunday, and if you listen carefully, you can hear them. Adoration. Lift up your hearts. We lift them to the Lord. Praise the Gloria. Glory to God in the highest. Thanksgiving during the Eucharistic prayer. It is truly right and good and joyful to give you thanks, all holy God, source of life and fountain of mercy. This prayer is found in enriching our worship. Penitence, our confession of sin. Oblation, now gathered at your table, O God of all creation, and remembering Christ crucified and risen, who was and is and is to come, we offer to you our gifts of bread and wine and ourselves. The oblation prayer requires that we offer ourselves as a living sacrifice. It is also from enriching our worship. And then there are the prayers of intercession, which are the prayers of the people, where we collectively pray for the needs of the others and for the world. And then there is the prayer of petition, which is the Lord's Prayer, where we pray for our own needs. Each type of prayer leads us into thoughtful dialogue with God. They are conversations that explore where we are, what we need, what we believe, our hopes, our dreams, and fears. Now, sometimes these prayers are short, sort of like a spiritual text message. Anne Lamott, a noted author, is quoted as having said, I do not know much about God and prayer, but I have come to believe over the last 25 years that there is something to be said about keeping prayer simple. Help. Thanks. Wow. Whether our prayers are simple or complex, long, short, appreciative, or accusatory, I believe that God hears them all with grace and love. I think God even hears the prayers we didn't even realize we prayed. Exploring the nature of our prayer life, how we pray, where we pray, why we pray, and what we pray for, enhances our understanding of our relationship with God. We may not always agree with the answer to our prayers. We may be impatient and have a different timeline. Someone once reminded me that God does not wear a watch. However, the gospel assures us that what we seek, we will find. When we knock on the door, it will be opened. And when we ask, we will receive. So one thing I know to be true, we are a praying people. And with love and compassion, with all of our being, we have an opportunity to tell God everything, every day, in any way that we can. So pray on, my siblings. 
pray on.